The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Here's how the Steelers would handle a Le'Veon Bell, James Conner backfield, and don't look now, but Antonio Brown is caught up in a new controversy. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It's Bengals week in Pittsburgh, a downright nasty AFC North hit fest that has become the NFL's most brutal division rivalry. The last time these two teams clashed, back in December 2017, the Steelers lost star linebacker Ryan Shazier to a career-threatening spinal cord injury. This will not be a happy return to Cincinnati, merely a continuation of one of the most bitter rivalries in all of sport. And boy, do the Steelers need to steal a win in Cincy, writing all that has gone wrong with the start of the season as Pittsburgh then heads into its bye week. But even with this marquee game that will definitely leave a mark on both teams looming, many in Pittsburgh can't help looking ahead to an even bigger season turning point, namely the expected return of holdout running back Le'Veon Bell during the Steelers' bye week. None other than Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's Ed Bouchette is speculating how the Steelers would handle a Bell-James Conner backfield going forward. Should Bell return to the team as expected, Bouchette calls it a happy dilemma, especially with Conner coming off his most complete performance of the year versus Atlanta when the Steelers fired on all phases of the game and achieved offensive balance in the 41-17 victory at Heinz Field. Bouchette said Steelers fans could see Bell back on the field for the Steelers as soon as the Browns game coming off the bye on October 28th. He writes, quote, If Bell indeed returns to the team next Monday, as ESPN reported, he will be able to practice Tuesday and Wednesday of the off week. The Steelers will have off Thursday through Sunday. He would then have a full week of practice before their game against Cleveland. The Steelers could dress Bell for the game against Cleveland or not, and then work him into a few series. They could continue to do that, giving him more playing time as the season progresses, perhaps to the point where Bell and Connor are splitting time. That system has worked for a number of good teams, including the two who played in the most recent Super Bowl. It would keep both players fresh. It would also grant one of Bell's wishes not to get beaten up by touching the ball so often. Unquote. Of course, this is all speculation until Bell actually shows up. 
and signs his $14.5 million franchise tag with the Steelers. Trade rumors continue to swirl around Bell, especially with the Philadelphia Eagles sputtering on offense and now needing a replacement to the injured Jay Ajayi, who is lost for the season. Coach Mike Tomlin remains steadfast in refusing to discuss Bell until he does, in fact, report to the Steelers. But it does indicate that this will not be Bell's backfield when he returns. Connor has earned his place, Bouchette writes, noting, quote, Connor has 342 yards, a 4.1 yard average per carry, and five rushing touchdowns. He has 239 yards on 22 receptions, an average of 10.7 yards. Bell averaged four yards per carry last season and rushed for nine touchdowns. He averaged 7.7 yards per pass reception. Connor leads the league with 32 missed tackles forced, according to Pro Football Focus including 12 on Sunday versus the Falcons. Bell had that many once in 66 career games. Saquon Barkley is second after five games with 27, unquote. Bouchette concludes that the addition of Bell will create a two-headed monster in the Steelers' backfield. He writes, quote, Having both him and Connor available could be enticing. It is a bonus that they have different styles, Bell, a patient runner, and Connor, a bull who can run through defenders, a physical style that raises a question as to whether he can hold up running that way. The Steelers' ground game, once thought diminished without Bell, could be dominant again in the second half of the season with two good backs leading the way, unquote. Hey, I for one would love to see it, but we're going to have to wait to see what happens. Meanwhile, there is another Steelers story detracting from Bengals week. And what you know it, receiver Antonio Brown is right in the middle of it. Brown has caught himself another problem, this time for allegedly throwing furniture from a roof and nearly hitting a toddler below. Here are the t- troubling details according to the Post-Gazette. Quote, a lawsuit filed in Florida alleges Brown threw furniture from a 14th floor balcony of a luxury apartment complex near Miami in a fit of rage back in April, narrowly missing a man and his 22-month-old grandson below, all according to court records. Two large vases estimated over three feet tall, a large ottoman, and other pieces of furniture were among the items raining down from above, according to the lawsuit. Some of the items fell within a foot or two of the man and his grandson, and the lawsuit contends the child was, quote, severely traumatized by the incident, crying for hours on end the day it occurred, and was unable to sleep that night, unquote. Meanwhile, a second suit filed by the landlord alleges Brown broke his lease agreement by, quote, destroying, damaging, defacing the premises, as well as furnishings and appliances, unquote. Finally, TMZ is reporting what may have been the reason for Brown's tirade. He reportedly told police he returned from a trip to find 80 large had been lifted from a gym bag in his closet, along with Brown's 9mm handgun. It bears pointing out that thus far there are no criminal charges in this case, only a pair of civil lawsuits seeking damages from Brown. But there seems to be some police reports filed in both 
Brown's alleging of the items stolen from his apartment and also the landlord who called police when those furniture items were raining down from the rooftop apartment. All I can say is, say it ain't so, Antonio. There was no immediate comment from Brown's camp on the incident. Well, that is your Steelers update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. And of course, sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And always come to penlive.com for your real-time Steelers news.